Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning to you today. Someone once said that we are never more like the Father than when we give. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. So if we want to imitate and emulate the Father, we will give. Someone also said that we are never more like Jesus Christ, the Son, than when we give. Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, that the Son of Man did not come to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom. So if I want to imitate imitate and emulate Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I will give. The last couple weeks, we have been looking at eight symptoms of a person or a people that need to be revived. We've talked about the overarching symptom is when a person is lukewarm in his or her passion for Jesus. A second symptom is when we're lethargic in praying. Yesterday, we talked about two other symptoms. When we're negligent in the Word of God and compromising the truth of the word of God, we need to be revived. Now listen, these, these uh, brief messages every day are not meant to discourage you, but to encourage you. Psalm 85 verse six says, will you not revive us again, O Lord, that your people might rejoice in you? And there's an overwhelming or has been an overwhelming agreement, uh, at least amongst the folks that I'm rubbing shoulders with, that the church in America needs to be revived. Uh, The local church that I'm part of needs to be revived. And personally, I need to be revived. So I'm just going over eight symptoms of a person or people that need to be revived. And I know I mentioned earlier, but I found myself guilty of at least three of these symptoms. So when I'm listing these symptoms, I'm doing it. So you might take a personal evaluation, uh, look inward, And don't compare yourself to other people, but compare yourself to the standard of what God's word has to say. So, um, so these, these messages are not meant to judge or condemn. Um, I am probably the chiefest of sinners of those that are listening right now. So I want to touch up for (coughs) three or four minutes on a fifth symptom of a person or people that need to be revived. And I'm probably guessing you've already considered or guessed what it is. It's a person needs to be revived when he or she is unfaithful in giving or unfaithful in generosity. I've already made the statement that we're never more like the Father than when we give. We're never more like the Son than when we give. Just quickly listen to a few statements, and I'll give you some scripture that you can go back and um, check out later. Uh, Statement number one, Jesus gave. 
Well, he said in Mark 10, 45, he came to give his life a ransom. And then if you read the gospels, we know that his life really wasn't taken from him. I mean, it kind of was sort of, but the Bible said, no man takes my life. I'll lay it down and I'll snatch it back up again. And that's what he did. Jesus gave his life. But but beyond that, I mean, everywhere Jesus went, he was giving, giving. He gave us time. He gave resources. Um, you know, fifteen to 20,000 people were hungry one day and all he had was five biscuits and two fish. And he blessed it, broke it, and multiplied it and gave what he had. So the very heart and nature of Jesus is that Jesus gave. Statement number two, Jesus expects us to give. Um, Matthew chapter five, where Jesus says about prayer, he says, when you pray, don't pray like this, but then pray like that. And then he said, when you fast, don't fast like this. And then he described how to fast. And in that passage, he said, when you give your alms, when you give your alms, don't do it like this and describe how not to do it. And then he said, when you give your alms, give like this. So Jesus expects his followers to give. Statement number three, Jesus commanded us to give. Luke chapter six, verse 38, Jesus said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Now I'm going to stop right there because he, he gives a promise that uh, I'm going to come back to hopefully by the end of this um, podcast. But when Jesus said give, and it shall be given unto you, the word give is an imperative. That means it's a command, not a suggestion. Jesus commanded his followers to give. So Jesus gave. He expects us to give. He commanded us to give. And then I want you to consider this. Giving to God is wise. Giving to God is wise. Proverbs chapter three, verse seven. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So uh, the writer of Proverbs is saying there's a, 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 um, a wisdom in our own eyes, but don't be guilty of being wise in our own eyes. And then he says, depart from evil. It should be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Then he says, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns shall be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst out with new wine. Now, he's not talking about tithing. Um, in fact, this is proverb, just wisdom literature. So whether you believe in the tithe and don't believe in the tithe and godly people are debating, you know, the scriptural, are we still under the tithe and all that. Uh, Proverbs has nothing to do with the law. It's just wise to give to the Lord. Honor the Lord with your substance, that's your possessions, and with the first fruits, that's your first and best of all your increase, and that is the abundance you receive. So giving to God is wise. Uh, statement number five, giving should be consistent, 1 Corinthians 16, 1, systematic, 1 Corinthians 16, 1, and generous, 2 Corinthians um, chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. And then the final statement, number six, give to God and he will meet all your needs. Whoa, bam, did I? Bam, I said bam, not the other word. Did you hear that? Philippians 4.19 is written to a people that had been giving to the gospel. And Paul said, you've been giving basically to support me, Paul said. Now, my God shall supply 
all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So Paul is saying when we give to God or when we give to further the gospel, God himself is a supplier of everything we need. So I think what happens is we're cruising along in life and maybe we're growing in our giving and growing in our generosity and something happens, maybe a change of financial status, maybe a job change, maybe the pandemic, um, maybe you just kind of get busy with life and we kind of slip into not giving as generously as we once did. And what I'm saying is when you look back at a people that need to be revived, one of the telltale signs is that person or those people have become unfaithful in their giving and their generosity. So don't you listen to me carefully. I did not tell you what to give or how much to give. Paul said, let every man give as he purposes in his heart. So my encouragement today is give.